So many magnificent stained glass windows in this cathedral. In God's beautiful plan of providence, one of them would be, of course, the laborers we have, the women on one side and the men on the other side, various labors and vocations. And right at the top, the one uh, where the men are reminds me so much of my father, as it looks like from here, bib overalls and looks like some grain uh, in his arms. And I often look up to that window because it reminds me of my father. And in light of the Good Shepherd today, I think of my own father, who was a biological shepherd, certainly had cattle and other livestock, but how he shepherded us kids. I always felt safe with my dad. He would always protect me. I remember as little kids, every once in a while, he'd roll up his sleeve and show his muscle, and we'd be like, wow. Right? My dad's stronger than your dad. Some of us have been blessed with fathers and mothers and other family members who really do protect us. But we also know in the world that we live in today that sometimes people take advantage of the power that they have. This month, we celebrate child abuse awareness and prevention. And it's so very, very important that we tend and we watch the kids. We protect them, we defend them, we advocate for them. We ensure that they are in safe harbors, safe friends. I have learned so much in my time as a priest and now as a bishop, from amazing souls that I have so much admiration for, victims and survivors of abuse. We know there are many forms of abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, spiritual abuse. And they each have, of course, their own very, very challenging and difficult aspects. We know that even within our own church, in various parts of the country, there's been tremendous scandal of even shepherds, priests, or bishops, or cardinals, who themselves have taken advantage of children. How is it possible that they are good shepherds? Of course, we all are broken because of original sin, but if we do not manage those things, if we do not look out for the good of the children, it's way too easy, especially in the world we live in today, for children to be neglected, to be abused in various ways. We, every single one of us, need to be the protectors, the defenders, to have great awareness of the signs of neglect and abuse, whatever form, and to take action. Of course, it is so difficult if we have a suspicion. We don't want to falsely accuse somebody, of course. But we must also be objective, because maybe just perhaps those signs are an indication, because often it can be from the people that we least expect. Because those that prey upon the children know how to do it in such a deceptive way. It can appear that they are being kind and giving gifts and doing all kinds of nice things. 
And of course, it can lead to those little children trusting them and then to violate that trust. We live in a day and age as men and women in all of our various roles where it's so very important that we be like the Good Shepherd. We may have those good examples in our lives manifest the example I use of my father. We may have other people in our lives that manifest what it is to be a Good Shepherd. How important it is to preserve and protect the dignity of every single person, especially the most disadvantaged, children, vulnerable adults, or anyone else who has some sort of vulnerability, and especially those who have authority and power. It is important not only that we become aware of it, but also we become ambassadors of love. If somebody comes to us, and it can be so hard to hear that, they might share with us because they trust us, or they're frustrated or afraid. They might come to us because they have been wounded in a very deep way. I know when that first happened for me as a priest many, many years ago, I felt very awkward and unsure exactly what to do. But through the years of being so privileged of working with survivors and victims, even of sexual abuse, even sexual abuse from clergy, I stand before all of them today. If there's any within us, amongst us, on TV, as a shepherd, on behalf of our good God, to express sorrow from any church person who has caused harm to an innocent child, an innocent vulnerable adult, or anyone. I'm such a firm believer that we need to step in and we need to step forward to extend the gift of apology for the hardship that they have experienced, to extend the gift of love. And one might find in working with survivors of abuse that often that anger, that frustration, that fear, that lack of trust gets projected outwardly at us. And what the Lord wants us to do is to take that on as a sacrifice of love for the Lord, to offer it for their healing. We've been focusing this month on healing for victims of abuse. How very important our prayers, our sacrifices, our goodwill, our attention to those who are in need, because so often, because that is such a personal and such a difficult trauma, it's so very difficult to even share it with anybody else. And oh, how I admire those who have faced the hardship and have trusted again by finding someone in their life that they could trust. And if it could be you and if it could be me, we become the ambassadors of love in the world. Ambassadors as part of the healing remedy to affirm them, to encourage them, to extend that sense of sorrow for their hardship, a willingness to assist them in their journey, to pray for them, to sacrifice for them, and to be patient as they work through the tremendous trauma and woundedness. 
And sometimes it is so deep that it re-triggers in their responses. Or they carry it so heavily within themselves, it leads to things like deep depression and anxiety, a sense of unworthiness and shame, and worst of all, a sense that they themselves were somehow responsible for this. They were not responsible. They were taken advantage of by someone who was responsible. And as ambassadors of love, we get to be the light in the midst of darkness, the ray of hope, the gentle voice, the kindly shepherd like Jesus, the good shepherd, to be his witness in the world, to pray for healing, to work for healing, and to protect and observe closely and to take action to notify someone in child protection, law enforcement, whoever, if we have a reasonable suspicion that something is not right. For the sake of the children, for the sake of the vulnerable, for the sake of good to triumph over evil and to catch things from further harm and damage to others. Our good God promises us that he will always provide. Jesus himself, as we heard in our first reading, though he is the cornerstone, he was the one that was rejected. But of course, he becomes the cornerstone of our great church. He takes on the sin and the suffering if we ourselves have hurt someone in some way, it's our opportunity to go and to beg God for mercy, to repent, to change our ways, and to experience the love of God. We heard in John's Gospel, Beloved, see what love the Father has bestowed on us, and that we are called the children of God, yet so we are. We are all children, even the greatest of sinners. If they repent, Repent, be healed, and surrender to the fullness of truth. It is in this, the Good Shepherd, that people will see Jesus in us like they've seen Jesus in those who love them when survivors do not feel lovable or even perpetrators once they've repented. May we be filled with hope in hearing the voice of the Good Shepherd, as the Good Shepherd has loved us, and as he has laid down his life. May we do the same for the sake of our brothers and sisters to help each other on the journey to heaven. <clears throat>